Hi, Tom Bernard here. You're listening to Best of the Family. Enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, We're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the walls of world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finish number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J-Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Wow, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Hey, this is Brian Zepp. Summer is finally here, and if you're like me, you've got some serious riding planned. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, Metric Cruiser, or Sport Bike, you'll find what you need at Dennis Kirk. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets, too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're going to open the show a little bit with uh, a little talk about Elon Musk and Twitter. I, I did announce this morning that I'm back on Twitter for the first time, I believe, in what? nine years. You tweeted? I didn't tweet yet. Oh. Well, no, I did. I tweeted that I was back on Twitter. That's what I did. You did? But I got a bunch of... And, did you, and uh, you, you must have received multiple criticisms for that. Oh, I'm sure that... Uh, <laughs> You're yeah, once, a terrible person. Okay, what's your handle? Thomas Barnard. Thomas That's Bernard? pretty good, isn't it? You got to, no, you didn't. What? You really got it's no, you didn't. Thomas Bernard is some guy from Wales. What well, says Thomas Bernard on my Twitter page? Well, that's not your handle. Are you sure it's not the Tom Bernard podcast? What would your Twitter <coughs> would your Excuse Twitter me. handle be? The at one? Yeah. 
Oh, so it's KQRS Barnard. Oh. That makes more sense. I was going to say, how did you snag Thomas Barnard? You'd think that would be taken years ago. And it was. It was taken in 2011. What? 2011. KQRS Barnard. Capital, all caps, KQRS, and the capital B in Barnard. The caps don't matter on Twitter. Oh, they don't matter on Twitter? It's not case sensitive. It is case agnostic. (laughs) Oh, you follow me. Thank you. I actually talked about that on the air today. Oh, you have 55 followers so far. So you just started a new account. April 2022, it says. Oh. Oh, I just got another one, a picture of Judy. It's at you. Judy. That must be KB the first is who that is right there. Yep. Yep. A picture of Jew. Look at this. Beauty. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, well, let's get it. So, yeah, I jump back on 55 followers. It's not quite when I got off, I think I had like 100,000 followers, so it's not quite as high as it was then, but I've only been on it for a couple of hours. So I yeah, what happens works. when you quit your account? Do you get, we do they purge everybody? We converted his account into the Tom Bernard podcast account. Oh, the Twitter one? Yeah. yeah I thought I mean, that was only the Facebook You could one. tweet nope. under the Tom Bernard podcast. <laughs> yeah, you could. And that would actually drive more people to that site. <laughs> All right. What, Instead what is of that? having what, your What's own. my handle on that one? It's the it's Tom just, Bernard Show. I think it's, is it Tom Bernard Show? Yeah, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is. At Tom Bernard Show. Yeah, that's where oh. you should be tweeting. We got some followers. They're rolling the in. They're it, rolling in, baby. Mm-hmm. How many followers are on that, that account now? 22,000. 22,000 also dropped off quite a bit, but that's cool. Still well, 22,000 people. used it in, what, a decade? Yeah, Cassie just reposts the, the uh, show. Yeah, we don't that's really all. use it So, for I mean, nobody lot. really is not that interesting. <laughs> it's for people who want to, like, be uh, notified when the show goes live yeah. most. Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, people right. don't really comment on it or anything. But if you want to comment on that page, that would be a good thing. Okay. Now, Andy and... Ralph. Yes, sir. Catherine and I already talked about this in the car, so I want to hear what you two have to say about this. Twitter employees had what CNN calls an all-hands meeting Monday in which they raised some fundamental questions about Elon Musk's purchase of the site. Are our jobs safe? Well, how... I hope not. How would CNN (laughs) know? They're never going to know. And they don't... They don't no. know if their jobs are safe. Changes there when this happens, there are changes. CNN's yes. job is to make mountains out of molehills yep, exactly. and to true. cause problems where there are none. That well, given is how their Twitter job. has been ran for the past twenty years or so, yeah. I would say hopefully very few of them keep their jobs because they're doing an awful job. Well, apparently he uh, Elon Musk already locked some sort of access codes or something to the Twitter account. Somehow he's made it so that disgruntled employees can't go in and mess with things. Good move. You just probably Already well, that's changed exactly all the passwords for everyone. Whatever technique stuff mm-hmm. that he did, he did something. So I have a question for you. Uh, and Catherine talked, and this is what I wanted to ask you and Andy. Catherine and I talked about this on the way in. So even though Elon Musk leans left, I mean he's not a way far lefty or you know not you know nut job right or nut job left. I'd say he's like an '80s '90s leftist. Yeah, basically. yeah, that's exactly right. They're still going after him, saying this is a disaster. It's going to be horrible. It's going to ruin the world. And he's one of them. Well, well he's not as severe as. Oh, well, he's are. he's given a lot of money to the ACLU. Yeah, yeah. that's a pretty lefty sort of thing oh, to God, do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what I don't understand about all of this is if. My opinions are so fragile that I have to shut down everybody else's opinion about my opinions. Then I don't really have a strong opinion that is based on anything anything other other than opinion. opinion. 
So well, we, an opinion. you yeah. have it's to be postmodernism. <clears throat> yes. It basically says that truth is what you make of it. There is no objective truth. If you feel it's true, then it's true. And people know that it's a bunch of crap. I just love that. But they <clears throat> pretend that it's not because it's easier. And that's why they have to lock out everyone who wants to debate them because it, they don't want to be challenged. Is that a reaction to the fact that whatever you say, everybody was Googling it? Like, you know, like. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean. It's like, oh, God, I don't want to be corrected every time I misspeak. Well, so I mean, I'm going to make up what truth is. Postmodern movement, I think, was originally created because the age of consent was too high for their liking. But in the modern era, yeah, basically. It's it's truth by fiat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. What I exactly. say is true. Andy, by my Mike, words are true. Yeah, your words All my are words are true. Well, here's a good example of that right now. Some prominent Democrats are worried that Elon Musk bought Twitter, which could translate into legislation to try to impose tougher laws on tech firms. All of a sudden, they're going to change the laws on tech firms now that they don't control them all. Oh, God, there's so that. many accounts, uh, like screenshots of people, you know, 10 minutes ago tweeting, uh, they're a private company. They can do whatever they want. Don't legislate them. The, the nanosecond Elon Musk takes over, we have to we have to make more laws so the private companies can't do whatever they want. <laughs> I know. It's I just amazing. Uh, here you go. Elizabeth Warren. Ugh. She's a barn burner. God, I can't stand her. Is she still Native American or is she right. a different, uh, have a different Did legacy? Did she switch now? over? No, she was uh, one 1,024th, right? Yes. Thus proving that she is a full-blooded Native. <laughs> God, what a lion sack that woman is. Mm-hmm. Look, i got to understand something. Uh, and we'll get back to this, but... I, my mother was an ardent Democrat. I mean, I like Democrats. I like Republicans. But you people on the outer edges, you woke folk, this has got to come to an end. You people are insane. You literally are. I, I have to work with a couple of people who are woke, and it is horrible because you can't do anything right. Oh, there's no, oh, no way you can do anything right. No, I can't do anything right to those people. It's well, an inquisition. Yeah, well, if you're always looking for a problem, you're going to find one. Mm-hmm. Every well, single time. Well, they're they're going to find one mm-hmm. because I'll find a very tough woman to beat the piss out of. What do you think of that? That'd and be a good idea. An inquisitor's job security relies on finding heretics. If there are no heretics, then there's no inquisition. <laughs> and the inquisitor doesn't exactly. have a job there anymore. Yeah, yep. So as long as you just keep on shifting the definition of a heretic, then you get to keep on... Uh, Keep on going. Yeah, maybe people should catch on. Heresy. You could, you could all, all of a sudden, somebody mm-hmm. could point the finger at you. You would think they'd figure that out, but no, they still have not. I did. My, I, my response to that's been what my response has been to everything since I was four years old. Why don't you kiss my living ass? There, what about that? There, mm. take that home with you. I'm not, I will not, I, I'm not an ass-kissing ladder climber. Never have been, and I never will shocking be. Shocking so, news. Yeah, it's really shocking news, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, we played some music in the 9 o'clock hour today for the first time in a few years, and I went on and talked about, I didn't name the person, but I said, this imbecile that used to work for this company decided, because we used to get off a quarter after 9, remember, but 9.20 actually it was. Then he decided we needed to go to 10 o'clock, and everybody said, that's a really bad idea. No, no, it's a great idea. It's an absolutely phenomenal idea. This man was one of those, and again, I'm not taking shots at shoe salespeople, not at all. (laughs) But he's one of those guys, oh, so I used to work at Schuler Shoes, and now I'm an expert at radio. What? Hmm. I mean, they never ask, what, what do you think we should do? Because you've been in radio for 51 years. What do you think? They don't ever ask that. They know better than everybody else. It was a horrible idea. So I'm really glad that it, they're putting it back the way it was. Oh, are they? Yep. Well, 
You know, I just it, nobody seems to understand how l much effort it really takes to sit there for four hours oh, to God, try yeah. and four talk. And a half I, it's it was too long. It's so. Well, we were doing three hours. That third hour. Three hours. hours I was just difficult. like, oh, yeah. And I was <laughs> wanted to cry. And that's without a chicken and a cowbell. Yeah. You're damn right. That's a long time. You don't to do have a show. that. You don't have that crutch. Okay, so here it is. Some problem that Democrats are worried, which could... And again, I like Democrats, I like Republicans, but you far-right and far-left people are crazy. You're out of your goddamn mind. You really are. Some prominent Democrats are worried, which could translate into legislation to try to impose tougher laws on tech. I love the fact they're going to pass laws against Elon Musk yep. now. They're going to make it illegal to disagree with them. Okay, or try so anyway. all the people that bought Teslas that were going to save the world... Yes. Mm -hmm. And he was their hero. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. He now, because he believes in freedom of speech, is now the enemy. Well, it's when he talked to Joe Rogan that made him an unperson. That was it, eyes. yeah. He, he did an interview with Joe Rogan about a month ago. Yeah, not allowed but to do that. why the shift in this paradigm? What I, happened to me? I well, mean, you I know, were there when it happened to me. What is he doing that is so threatening? Nothing. He doesn't agree with them. That's yeah, what he's exactly. doing. He just, he just will not them. agree with them. And, and until things change at Twitter, if they do, and they may, the, the changes might be trivial, trivial. They might, they're supposed to be better features and things like that. But the reality, the, the liberalism that threads through it, in essence, may continue. And, and that's it okay. will. It's already permeated. You yeah. can't get rid of it at this point. So it's well, always going to be ultra far left no matter what Elon Musk does. Well, the thing that's going to be, it would be nice I, if he does this, is an edit button would be awfully nice. Yeah, edit I'm surprised they haven't done that. And yet. another thing that would be really nice is if, the, it, it, and what, there was a statement that he put out somewhere. I saw it, it said that he wanted to authenticate that the people that are tweeting are actual people. Yeah, it's oh, not going to be bots. bots. Yeah, that's that's a great idea. Well, because if you get rid of the Twitter here comes bots, a bot. Then they're, uh, nice blazer, nice shoes. <laughs> get a job as a crossing guard. Brights are in. All right, let me finish this while she's sitting down. Alex just got here. I'll finish this part. Uh, sentiment voiced by Elizabeth Warren as an example. Musk purchasing Twitter is dangerous for our democracy. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, anytime you have to tell everybody that somebody I else's opinions it. are dangerous, then you don't have a leg to stand on, and you should just sit down. I, mean, I am done with it. It's our whole democracy's in danger now because of Elon yeah. Musk. Well, like I said, I have to manufacture a problem every single day so people will listen to them. And, of course, when he was sending money to their campaigns, they were kissing his ass at high noon. Oh, oh, oh and the other, the virtue signalers are out full blast. Oh, if he would have just given $41 million to solve billion. world hunger. Or billion. Not million, billion. Oh, I can't think in billions. It's solve too hard for me. world hunger, really? <laughs> Oh, but what's amazing is the government has spent, what, $7 trillion last year? And they haven't yep. solved shit. They haven't solved anything. <laughs> and he's actually given a lot of oh, money and of yeah, resources yeah, to... I don't, I don't see where he's the enemy. World hunger, the problem is literally like, you know, money. the grocery star stores are too far away from the villages. That's not the problem. The problem is you airdrop the supplies into the village... Local warlord comes, takes all the supplies. Yeah, and then villagers makes... continue to starve, and now warlord has more stuff. Exactly. Yep. Throwing more money at the problem is it's... just going to enrich the local warlords even further. It's, well, it, it, it's, a, it's a political problem, not, <laughs> yes, it is. not a. If we just yes. build them a well, well yeah. look like, what happened no, in Minneapolis. Let's... 
look what happened in Minneapolis. A half a the billion dollars was given to feed people directly, yep. and all the money was taken. All the money was, all the money was taken. And it went to local warlords. Yeah, so none of go. it went to the kids, or very little. <clears throat> and went nobody to the cares. Kids, and nobody gives a nobody crap. Nobody cares. Nope. That's because it's all me, 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 uh, yeah. more so me. You're right. Money does me. not solve the problem. They no. think they what they want to do is they want to you know throw five hundred dollars at a charity and feel good about themselves. So if they pay attention right. to things going wrong, they stop feeling good about themselves and they feel bad. And you can't have that. So instead, they just ignore it. <laughs> You know, keep an eye out because Elizabeth Warren might be found dead somewhere after this next part. Uh-oh. Musk purchasing Twitter is dangerous for our democracy, she said. It is a reminder why we need a wealth tax and why we need some serious regulation for big tech. One billionaire should not be able to turn the world upside down. Uh, what, what, what are you talking turn about, Turn the world lady? upside down by buying Twitter. Yeah, by, like, what is... Does she, does she know, does she know that uh, he has pretty much uh, pushed America, as far as a space race goes, millennia ahead way, of yeah. oh, yeah. everybody yeah. else. He's reduced the cost of, of putting satellites in orbit by a factor of 10, I think, maybe 100 by now, or it will yeah, be 100. And he's putting up satellites to give free speech and Internet access to everybody in the world. Including Ukraine, by the way. They have their own satellite. Yeah, he gave them a satellite. Oh, really? So, <laughs> so okay. I, I don't, I don't. I, you know, well, it, he's doing things that are unbelievably important for exactly. the world, whether it's liberal, conservative, it, it, just really important things. What, what a bunch! I, I, I can't understand why they're, you know, throwing the baby out with the bathwater. This is because nothing. he's doing it as an individual, and they can't have that. Now, it has to be the to group. The satellites. group has to do it. Okay. <clears throat> they want control of Twitter. Yeah, and they, they want do. control of your internet access. They want all control of everything. So someone well, like that making their own infrastructure is a threat to their power. That's all. What was like. Twitter's ownership like before? Like oh, what was the shareholder? Like what was the situation? It's been owned by a million that, different people. Was it Jack Dorsey? Jack Dorsey, hillbilly. He, well, he was the uh, administrator he was like the CEO slash CEO or something for ages. But it was it was, it was a public company. But yeah, now it's, it's private. Been, it's been yeah, it was public, it was public yes. and then now it's private it's again. Never yeah. made any money. No, it has. I don't think it's ever turned a, a profit. significant profit. Nope, oh, it is most not. years. I don't think it even turns a profit. Mm-hmm. So it makes you wonder how this company that costs billions of dollars a year to run is staying afloat when it's not actually making any money. Well, I've mm. I've seen an increase in ads, and I've seen a big increase in all of a sudden stuff popping up on my feed that's very political. Well, of course. Oh, like, yeah. so they're paying. To get pushed. Well, yeah, the super. Well, and that shows you when it shows you Mm -hmm. what you click on, because if you're getting more political stuff, that probably means that you're looking at a lot of political stuff. Oh, definitely does that. It's mostly political stuff. As as opposed to some of us who just get clothing that pops up. Yep. (laughs) I get clothes and I I do a lot of dog and cat videos. No, like mostly (laughs) child-related. Like you're a mother, so you need this gadget or whatever. Reminds me of. One of the first uh, big tech scares, God, it was probably like 20 years ago. It was a huge international news story because what happened was uh, this girl got pregnant and she started buying stuff like I think like maternity clothes and whatever at Target. And then the algorithm that they had just recently put in place sent a catalog to her parents, I think, because the address was wrong. Oh, yeah. And it said, oh, here's some more um, 
products you might be interested in for new pregnant mothers, but her parents didn't know she was pregnant. Oh, so God. Target told her parents that she was pregnant because she was buying pregnancy-related things. The algorithm picked up on that, and it just automatically sent out that kind of thing. Oh, jeez. And That's yeah, not pe- good. People got very, very mad about that. But now, that's just kind of how it works. People are just like, oh, my oh, phone's yeah. listening to me. It's how oh, absolutely. What can you do? I have a friend that's very, very into Halloween. I love Halloween. Uh, but she puts on this, like, huge <laughs> display every year. She's one of those people. I love it. And she shares an Amazon account with her in-laws. Like, because if her in-laws ever just want to buy something random, they'll do it on her account. And so she was searching, um, like, human-sized dolls for Uh-oh. one of her oh, yeah, no, no, no. for one of her no, displays. No, and then no, her no, father-in-law no, no. Start, suddenly better. started getting, like, idea. sex doll yeah. ads all the time. <laughs> She's like, whoops. Nice. I thought she was going to say she went into the order history and it said... Would you like to buy a more daughter-in-law poison? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, no. Nope. Just yeah, sex you dolls. Can't search for, yeah, you really have to, and that's one of the reasons that we're going to try to keep Ethan off the internet until he's much, much older, uh, like, you know, 40 or so. Yeah. Is that you really need to know how searches are going to be interpreted by that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. You kind of have to filter everything that you put into the internet through a perverted lens first Pretty and much. see how it looks. Yeah. And if it looks okay, then you can search it. But otherwise, you're uh, going to end up with things like that. Yep. It is all true. I'm just telling you. It's, uh... Well, here you go. I, I'm... I'm... Is there another place to get stuff other than on Amazon? Is there a place There's like There's a lot Amazon? of places. Oh, yeah. There's oh, good. Jet well, or there, I will say. Uh, Alibaba. 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 I will say China. that Amazon. Chinese lithium ion battery <laughs> Amazon's <laughs> got the monopoly on like everything. You can get anything. That is true. They're you can the get only anything. Ones, and if you pay the yearly thing, you don't have to pay for shipping mm-hmm. and it comes quickly. Like that's mm-hmm. they've got the monopoly on all that because right. I there are certain <laughs> things I try to buy not on Amazon. Yeah. I always try to buy things. I it's Target difficult. first. I try Target first. Yeah, Target. I try Target first. I Google it <laughs> to see if I can find another place hard. or whatever. But then it usually it's like, you know, for shipping, it's like yeah. kids books. A lot of the time, You'll it's get it like in eight weeks with twenty dollars in shipping. Yeah, the shipping's yeah. almost as much as the book mm-hmm. and all the. And I don't yeah. know. I I bought some little part for a. a a light or something I was trying I was fixing and the part was six dollars and the shipping was fifteen. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and, that's all and, I'm like, and I had to have the part or I had to yeah. throw the which whole thing away. No sen- which makes yeah, no sense because close. the part can be put in an envelope but it's just an envelope. I mean some of these small parts are <laughs> they, they put them in some box that you know it's unbelievable to ship it. Well, eBay sellers have sense. been doing the shipping scam for ages. Yeah. Though. I remember yes. looking at things on eBay it's yeah try to buy something for $40 and then the shipping is 80 and they just hope you don't notice that until you've already bought it. Yeah. They, they, don't do they a inflate lot of eBay. the shipping. Yeah. And it doesn't actually cost that much to ship. They just say it does because then they pocket the rest. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I've shipped like small boxes of stuff. Oh. No, we're fine. I, oh. We're good. Uh, you know, with stuff back and forth from Florida and it's like, oh my God, $35 well, for yeah, a couple of pairs of shoes and a, something, you know, it's like, geez, it's expensive. Yep. Uh, I gotta pass this along, and he, I'm only passing this along because he talked about it on the radio this morning. But <clears throat> Brian Zepp was up in Montana, 
And he stopped by his favorite place to get a lobster roll mm, in lobster Montana. Okay. Far away. I mean, I guess Minnesota's <laughs> not exactly any closer to the ocean, no. probably. So. Probably no. further Montana's away. Montana's closer. We can't really yeah. talk. But here's the deal. He had a lobster roll, two sides, which I, I'm assuming were fries and coleslaw. Cheap. And a beer. So lobster roll, coleslaw, fries, and a beer. $67. Sounds about right. Sixty-seven dollars. No, you can barely go out and have a pizza and a beer for less than seventy now. It's crazy. It's just unbelievable. Uh, we also have to mention. We only got about a minute left in this segment, but we have to mention. Boy, there's some big reporting going on. Japan is on the brink of collapse, which would not be good for the United States because they own two trillion dollars of our debt. What happened in Japan? Well, wouldn't that be a good thing? Because then we. Don't have two trillion dollars well, in debt. Well, would they just shut it down, or would they That's come the after us? Do they have debt forgiveness? <laughs> debt forgiveness of two trillion dollars. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, they own two trillion dollars of our debt. Huh. But Russia owns some of our debt too. So we're uh, we every have, country in the world <laughs> owes every other country in the yeah, world. Yeah, it, like, it's yeah. absolutely true. But yeah, apparently Japan things are not going well in Japan at all. Japan huh. eco- economy doomsaying is like a pastime in that country. They've been doing this, <laughs> well. I think, since probably like the '90s. It was like they called it the lost decade, which then they expanded to the lost 20 years, and now it's the lost 30 years. It's ridiculous. Let's see. Yeah, the lost decade. Oh, it's the lost decade. Yep, it is literally called the lost 30 years now. The lost 30 years. Yep. There was a bubble in 1991 yeah. in Japan that yeah. collapsed. Gotta love a bubble. And they called it the lost decade, kind of like how 2008 mm-hmm. to 2000 whatever was not so great in America. You got that right. But in America, we recovered, and I would argue that Japan has recovered as well quite a while ago, but they're still saying, oh, no, it's the last 30 years. That 1991 bubble just uh, wiped out our economy oh, I don't forever. Think we <laughs> ever, I don't think we, we haven't gone back to the way it used to be no, before the housing crash. No. Not at all. Well, I mean, housing prices are, housing prices are pretty high. They're crazy. I know. But I mean, our economy before that, I don't think it's ever been the same. I should have retired in 2008. That would have been smart. Just before the collapse, just hit, get the hit the road. Might not have been a bad idea. Jeff Bezos, Amazon's Jeff Bezos, took a shot at Musk's purchase of Twitter, reports okay. CNBC. Jeff Bezos, don't Did the Chinese government just gain a bit of leverage over Town Square, he tweeted? China? What? Well, they all do business with China. Yeah, but I mean... They all do. So does Jeff Bezos. I was going to say, he like... Half of China probably works for Amazon. Well, got yeah. every product on Amazon is, is made, made in, in China. China. Exactly. So, exactly. Like, so what the hell is he talking about? He's just They just say things that they know will get stupid people mad. Are people That's that stupid? Yes, they are. They yeah. really are that stupid, aren't they? You could say that Elon Musk is going to cause the Ottoman Empire to come back <laughs> and slaughter us all in the name of... Yeah, exactly. People will believe it. It's either Elon Musk or Trump. One of those exactly. two. Yeah. Yeah. Did he read? Well, no, I think nope. what they Did do he... is they hold nope. hands and fuse into the same person. Did he person. Trump back on Twitter? <laughs> Some, he didn't want. A 15-foot-tall man named uh, Trump-lon, Trump-lon comes to stomp on your house. <laughs> Um, did they put? Did he put yeah, Trump exactly. back on Twitter? No, Trump's not going to go Trump back. Doesn't on, he doesn't want to be on Twitter. So. Oh yeah, he yeah, has. This Truth wasn't about Trump. No, I know it wasn't. I know, but I was everybody. Interested I, to... So many people on Twitter. It's all about Trump. It's like, no, it it's Trump? not. No, 
I just was interested Trump? if he put let him back on, but since he Trump doesn't would, want to do it, yeah, because his Trump whole thing is that everybody should be able to be yeah. on. But it. has the Babylon Bee been reinstated? Mm. That's what I want to know. Oh, they got kicked off. Oh, they're they're showing they're showing all kinds of. Kyle Mann on his account, he's, and not the bee. They're showing them in orange jumpsuits behind bars, mm-hmm. playing flutes, <laughs> and trying to get out of Twitter. What is, what is the difference between the Babylon Bee and it's not the bee? Not the bee reports factual um, it's news. It's not satire. It's oh, not satire. And then the Babylon is satire. Is satire. I know that Babylon Why do they call themselves not the bee? Because they're not the Because it's not. the same people, but How they're reporting the bee. It's the same like people saying, that run me, it. Let me pay, oh, it's the same, same people. people that run it. Oh, it's the same people. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be like if you called this podcast not the KQ Morning Show. Yeah, not the KQ Morning Show. it isn't the yeah. KQ Morning Show. Yeah. So okay. there you go. Got it. There I wondered, I was like, is this like somebody else trying to do? I thought it was someone do, else, yeah. but, I, but it's the same people. Yeah. Still As not I just learned 45 seconds ago, it is Now we know. Ooh, we got to take a break here. We got this long segment, but we like this long segment. We'll be right back. And by the way, Timmy Lammers will be back next. We had to take today off, and and Kristen Burt will join us for the second hour. But we'll be back with about a I don't know 18, 19 minute segment right after this with the family. Dan Chesky's here from Dan's Southside Marine. It won't be long now until we start seeing boats on the water. Warmer temps and open water are coming soon, Tom. We have inventory in stock now from Alumacraft, Premier, Avalon, and Manitou with more arriving daily. What's the secret to finding a boat you're looking for this year, Dan? My recommendation is to shop now, pick a model, put your name on it. Our team of pros at Dance Outside Marine will have the knowledge and experience to get the boat you want equipped the way you want it equipped. What about financing options? Right now, we are offering low-interest financing options up to 144 months with qualified credit. Ask for details when you visit the store. Alumacraft Fishing Boats, Premier, Avalon, and Manitou Pontoons, all powered by Suzuki Outboards, are in stock now with new boats arriving daily. Dan Southside Marine is located just six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington, or shop online at dansouthsidemarine.com. Tom here, and I'm talking with Brad Huckle and Mike Bilski of North American Banking Company. We've talked before about how working with a community bank like North American Banking Company can benefit business owners. Do you have an example you could share with our listeners? Our customers at Homeco Insulation in Blaine have been banking with a big bank for many years, but suddenly their calls weren't getting returned and their banker was unresponsive to their business needs. You can imagine their frustration. They had a successful business, wanted to expand, and their bank cut them off. They were ready to move on from their big bank. When they referred to us, we knew they wanted to work with a community bank that would be responsive and would take the time to understand their business and its needs. That sounds like a perfect fit. I know it can always reach out and not only talk to an actual person, but I'm talking to an experienced lender. They've told us the same thing, Tommy. Look, I know Brad and Mike and I trust them with my banking. My whole family does. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience member fdic and equal housing lender you all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in mike lindell to give you a great night's sleep mike's latest incredible deal is on the giza dream sheets which you've heard me rave about before that's for sure these sheets are made from the world's best cotton giza they are ultra soft and breathable yet extremely durable right now the giza dream sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Baby rocking out, more breaking baby. News, more breaking news. What? Vice President Harris has been tested positive for COVID-19. 
Oh, boy. She's not she... experiencing any symptoms. That has not so been by President Biden. Tested? Nobody gives yes. a shit. Why? Yeah, if she What's has some... no symptoms, then why get tested? Maybe she was exposed. But... Don't ask me. I just it's read the so headline. It is really, <laughs> it's really interesting how still some places are holding on to this COVID Yeah, thing. they sure are. Most, Andy, will you look up look up for me if Hennepin Theater Trust is still making people wear masks? It's a theater, Hennepin of course theater. it is. Well, like, us. airplanes we to, aren't. <laughs> it's a Minnesota but, but, but the theater. airports are. What? But the airports are. No, they they are? you still have to wear a mask in, in the, the airport? In the Minneapolis-St. Paul oh, airport, I, I don't think I, they I, knocked I, that off, did they? No, I don't think they, I don't think you do. I have a f- no, no. We just had, we just had. Oh, okay. So that a, they lifted that one. then afterwards. Yeah, it's okay. All it's okay. All it's all lifted. Gone. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, oh, as of April 18th, masks are no longer required at the Hennepin Trust Theater. Sweet. I'm going to go see Moulin Rouge next month, and so I want no to wear a mask. Do we have to get proof a vaccination or COVID oh, test? Yes. We that was the Johnny last. That was the last to do any of that. Yeah, that was the last place that I had to like show my negative COVID test and wear a mask because I went to go see the waitress a couple. Like a month or so ago, and However, I was like, "Will I just?" Specific shows and theater troops can require masks if they want. Yeah, like so. cer- yeah, certain. Well, <laughs> Moulin Rouge is a national traveling thing. I don't think they'll care. But anyway, I was at Fawn's dance class last week, and one of the moms was just having a such a difficult time because her infant daughter was exposed to COVID and they won't let her go back to daycare until she tests negative. But she can't do a saliva test because she's an infant and they don't do... Swabs on infants. Swabs on infants. Can be dangerous. Yeah, and so she's like, how am I supposed to test her? They're like, well, you just can't bring her until she is either in the 14-day window or test negative. And she's like, she's an infant. I can't get her tested. And she's like, I have to go to work. These babies are little saliva machines. Why? Yeah, you have to sure like, you have are. to spit like this much in a vial. It's like yeah. it's yeah. I didn't ever do that for a saliva test. That's what you yeah. You have to oh. spit like a good amount. Oh, I haven't done that. Oh, so, like so, a, so you have to so that you take so you have to take you have to go someplace and they, someone has to watch you spit yep. into a mm-hmm. cup. Yeah. Yep. No I did that last time. When I went to go see the waitress, I went and did that. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you sit there. And it's gross. I know. And it's nasty. Mucus it's, and saliva. it's nasty. Yeah. And I'm like, I'd much rather have the Q-tip shoved in my brain. Thank you very much. Well, you think they but could then... just strap the kid's head down while they do that? <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, the but it's an infant. It's, it's just not, I don't know. How much damage could that do to the kid? Yeah, no, nothing major. But then, oh god, the oh, pegostat. Yeah. Those are called pegostats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they shove what? the infant in a tube. Yeah. Pegostat is what it's called. They literally put the infant in this tube, clear so it's tube, like, so it can't move. And it can't move at all because well, well, yeah. while they're screaming their brains yeah. out, but no, they can't. It's not pleasant. No, no, they give them sedation. They might sedate them. Yeah, they might sedate them. But anyway. All is to say that this is for daycare. And then another one of the moms, she was like, public school doesn't even care if you're exposed anymore. They're like, whatever. If you test positive, don't come. But, like, if right. you're exposed, who cares? Oh. I'm like, wow, how the tables have turned. I have a new favorite judge in the world. Oh, Judy. It, yeah, Judge Judy. <laughs> there you go, exactly. Uh, judge Stephen Hopkins of the Maricopa County uh, Superior Court. Oh, here's my new Maricopa. You know Where is Maricopa? Maricopa's in Arizona. It's in Arizona. He's my new favorite judge, and here's why. Oh, boy. Recount. 
The judge rejected the latest appeal efforts by lawyers for Clarence Wayne Dixon, who was scheduled to be executed on May 11th. They argued their client could not receive a fair clemency hearing because the board is overloaded with law enforcement professionals. That was his argument. The judge threw it out of court and said, and I quote, historically, law enforcement has not been thought of as a profession. <laughs> That's a true story, by the way. What? He actually said the cops aren't professional. Sorry, you're going to you're going to the chair. <laughs> what did he do? What did he do? Yeah, that's a weird statement to Officer Dave. How do you feel about it's it? It's like saying I can't get a fair trial because my peers hate me. So uh, yeah, well, exactly. Just, just, gonna, just gonna have to let me go. Oh, God. Under Arizona law, no more than two members from the same professional discipline can serve on the five-seat board. The current board includes a former attorney general, former federal agent, a retired cop, and a current detective. But they're not members of the same profession, according to Judge Hopkins. So he will be executed. Oh, he's saying that basically law enforcement is too broad of a category to call it to the same call. profession. Oh, okay. You know what? Don't break the law. Then. What did he do? Well, it's like, what does a What's retired cop with? and an FBI agent really uh, have in common? Yeah. Almost nothing. Yeah. Oh, God, no. I'm Federal law right. and yeah. county law, state law, they're completely yeah. separate. Let me see if I can find out what the hell he did. Uh, for ABC Lawrence Welk? Was he charged yes, with? Yes, Lawrence Welk. That's his name. Lawrence Welk. Absolutely. No, his name is, uh, where the hell is his name? Oh, Clarence Wayne Dixon. Clarence Wayne Dixon. Dixon. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Sound more of a hillbilly. Well, by the way, he's got a, he's he's got a long actually. history of mental what? illness. Yeah, he's Navajo. That sounds like most uh, hillbilly uh, name. He killed some woman. Oh, he killed uh, some woman. Oh my God! Judge, the judge had found him guilty in 1977. Wow. Sandra Day O'Connor. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> what? Before she was a Supreme Court judge. Oh my God! That's pretty. Oh, here we go. So First he was charged. Murder, kidnapping, four counts of sexual assault, two counts of aggravated assault, first degree burglary, and sexual abuse. Oh, wow. so he did a few guy. things. So he was charged there, with huh? this in the 70s? 1977. And now he's getting executed. He, well, he it's was only uh, 43 years. What 45 the years F? now. He was convicted in 86. Convicted? <laughs> oh, his, um, he was convicted in 86 for all the other crap, and then in 08, he was found guilty of the murder, so it was commuted, or Reverse commuted. And still, 14 years to, later, we're still dealing. He's still alive. 14 years F? later, yeah. And he committed these things in the 70s, but Nin then got charged. Yeah. Oh, the state hasn't done an execution in eight years after they botched one in 2014. They botched one? How Is that do you the one botch that we started the guy an execution? On fire? Uh, no, that's a myth. How do you botch well, an execution? I mean, the goal is the death. No, I thought that procedure? Jose, what's his name? Jose Medina? I thought his head caught on fire. They're, the amount of insanity to make that happen. Do they do the electrical chair? No, they do euthanasia. They haven't done the chair. I just looked up. They were refurbishing their gas chamber. There you go. Because they can't get the medications to That's do the, the lethal injection. Lethal injection, okay. lethal injection is so over-legislated um, that it's a completely which, worthless procedure at this yeah, point. Which, which makes no sense because we, in essence, give those doses to patients Every yep. day we do surgery. Really? Just not the lethal well, amount. No, no. We, we, we give, you give enough, they stop breathing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, it's like what they do with pets. You know, yeah. they just yeah. give them the... Certain amount. Doggy heroin or whatever it is. Doggy and that's heroin. It. No, they stop but, breathing. No, so, they, st they, they stop breathing. They stop breathing. They sedate them, and they give them medication to stop their heart. Mm -hmm. That's it. But in lethal injections, it's there's like a bunch of different things that they have to give them. 
to sedate them and then there's something to make their heart rate go down and then there's another one to make them stop breathing it's just completely insane it's, what? it's a two-hour procedure what yeah it takes there, two yeah. hours to pump them full of all these drugs when they could just give them a single shot done in 30 seconds and they just but, nope go into shock or so, whatever and die uh, pretty much yeah <clears throat> so it's like how can you not botch a two-hour procedure of constantly injecting someone with drugs so they're trying to make it like the most humane well, what they're trying to do is make it difficult to do so people will botch it so that they well, can then say, oh, it's not humane. No more legal got it, got it, got it. And yet the patients wake up and say, that wasn't humane what you did. I, 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 I know it says you wake up feeling great after, uh, what's the? A propofol. propofol. Propofol, yes. But I feel horrible when I wake up. Right? Well, it, there's a lot that goes into that, but a lot of people, they are smiling when they wake up. Not really. Me. Yeah, yes. And it's, I feel like I haven't slept in a month. <laughs> I haven't had any. I don't the only time was... I've ever been under for was I? Un, I was under for my elbow. Yeah, yeah. But that I was like, what then? Yeah, you were so young. Yeah, if, I don't remember. That. I don't remember and... that at all. The only thing I remember about breaking my elbow was Seeing when they bed. when we went telling you about it and you being like you didn't do that because I walked up to her and I was like I think I broke my arm. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, you'd be crying if you broke your arm and it was like swinging backwards. <laughs> And I was like dancing. totally fine. I was totally fine. And then when I we went we went to urgent care because she was like I don't know. And then they were like you need to go to the hospital. And so we went to the hospital. And when she moved it for the X-ray, oh, that was yeah. what was like yeah. oh, they wouldn't let me go back there. God, yeah. Like my baby. I snapped my arm in half. I remember. And um, I was fine. I think it was right after the procedure. There was a pin in your elbow. It was a yeah. giant white, <coughs> white, white yes. pin. And I thought it was a bone. And you looked at it and started screaming because you thought it was a bone stick. Because yeah, it, it was a bone colored pin. Yeah, that was yeah. just like one hanging out here. nylon, like a nylon yeah. white yeah. thing that looked like a bone. It did. <laughs> I, I and I was that. 10 years old, so I was like, my bone's hanging yeah. out. Because oh, they showed me the x ray and I like shattered <laughs> my elbow. Shattered. Yeah. And so I your went under for still that. wasn't quite right. No, it bends really far. <laughs> the wrong way yeah, yeah. I but i that used to be one of your claims to fame as yep. a child yep. oh, i remember yeah. that and i remember <laughs> y- you you getting mad at him because he still went to work dad wasn't there yeah well, yeah well, this was at mama Where? g's yeah uh, no he wasn't there no you no. went to work and mom was all i remember you talking on the phone and being like won't even Work because she breaks her elbow. Oh my god, man. It's like, what's he supposed to do? Okay, what, yeah, what am I supposed to do, first of all? And secondly, she's forgetting a part when they actually were doing the surgery on you. I had to have my own orderly patting me on the back. Okay. I started crying. So yeah, I'm sure far. you were a wreck. I was a wreck. And, but Remember then that? somebody brought me. It was helpful. Times. It was helpful. Yeah, really, really great. What was helpful? You, you falling apart. Sobbing. Well, I showed up to support the family, like you're trying to say I didn't. I remember somebody brought me stickers. Old ones, old ones. Stickers oh to, like, dress up a doll type, like, hmm. printed on a sheet. I remember a lot of stuff from that. Well, don't talk to Catherine anymore. Uh, don't. Yeah. And then I went under for I'm my well, wisdom I, teeth. I, I'm talking to her. You're a saint. I, I know. Oh, yeah, wisdom teeth. teeth. I don't think they would have given you propofol. Oh, but I wouldn't have had propofol, oh, no. Geez. But Here I was. More and more and With propofol, more. you want to have an anesthesiologist on duty. Yeah, no, but, yeah. They frequently, also... but they frequently give it without. I know, really? which I would never accept. And they do it in oral surgery. Obviously. I would never accept propofol without an anesthesiologist. Oh, you were pretty under when you had your wisdom teeth out. I was awake. 
I, just I was heavily sedated, but I was awake. I remember you I remember. walking down the out. hall, and I'm like, are you okay? You've got, like, this bloody gauze hanging out of your mouth. And you're like, I'm fine. <laughs> and as we were going to the you ran into the wall. <laughs> And you didn't even notice. You were just like a stunned bird. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's right. <laughs> 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 and then you got dry sockets. Yeah, sure Ooh, did. Which yeah. I hear are just like horrendous. Yeah. No, right. thank you. You want to hear something sweet? Mm. Like, if you know this, you can't be one of the guessers. The four of you have to guess. But if you know the story, you can't guess. Okay. <clears throat> okay, we'll start with Ralph and go to the left. Okay. Mm. Let's go. Okay. The oldest person in the world has died at 119 years Aww. old. She's 119. God rest her soul. Japanese woman. Of course. Uh, every Japanese time. Japanese people do live a long time. It's not it's like a certain so tiny. part of Japan. It is you know, a certain part of Japan. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, they, like, they eat just like fish and rice, yep, and they're like, they, uh, live okay. forever. So she died at 119 years old. Kane Tanaka was her name. What were her last words? This is so cool. It's unbelievable. YOLO. <laughs> her, her last words, goodbye, my love. Mm. That's a pretty good guess. It's a good guess. I'm thinking it's something sassy. <clears throat> last words. Like, I never should have married you or something like no. that. <laughs> Well, to, for it to like make a to make news, news yeah. you know, it's got to be something. Nah, it's well, she made cool. she made news because she's so old. She's, she was the oldest person alive. Yeah. Oh, I suppose that's true. That's true. That's true. It's not just like a regular. Okay, old we'll skip person. over Alex because we got to get out of here by five o'clock. Uh, okay. I have no idea what she said. What did she say? Her last words. <clears throat> Need some sort of hint. Uh, well, I might pick up on a lot of. I'm picking up a lot of followers. Apparently, they're all pawning on my watch. Okay, you ready? Kane Tanaka. Just before she did. Andy, you want to guess before I say what I it is? I would have no idea. Okay. It's a very sweet picture of her, by the way. She's got like a, like a do-rag on and the whole deal. Oh, yeah. She's looking good, man. As she died, she said, I want everyone to continue to have fun. Aww. Aww. Oh, sweet. Yeah. That's, That's a very so Japanese sweet. thing to say. That's <laughs> a very Aww, Japanese so thing to say. Sweet. How sweet is that? I'm 119, I'm out of here, but you keep having fun. Exactly. Right. She oh, cared about other people. How wonderful is that? Well, you don't make it to 119 by being an asshole. I thought maybe she said thanks for the memory. Thanks for the memory. It went away 15 years ago. Um, no, I see. I just love seeing that kind of thing because she didn't think about oh I'm dying oh me 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 more me now it's you you continue to have fun I, I just love that. What was that study with the nuns that um, they just dissected their brains and they had just as many markers of Alzheimer's as any other person their age and they got elderly mm-hmm. and but they didn't have any symptoms of Alzheimer's because. They, and they attributed it to the fact that they were in service and they were active. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a very oh, big, yeah. <clears throat> important part of, uh, here go, the nun study, apparently. The nun study. The nun study. And monks, too. Wasn't there something with monks and Alzheimer's? 678 Catholic sisters, 75 to 107 <clears throat> years of age at Notre Dame. What's, what? Oh, so it was in France? It was a France study? French, French study? nuns. No, it was the Notre Dame in Oklahoma. Oh. <laughs> the well-known... <clears throat> Wow. It's, it's, pronoun- it's pronounced Notre Dame, actually. Notre Dame. <laughs> Notre Dame. Somebody uh, else's dame. Notre Dame. So funny. <laughs> no the flock is 112 it. people. Yeah. I thought it was very, I, that was a very interesting study, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, let's see. Significant disease neuropathology and vascular legions with 
uh, I need I the cliff it's, it's going to take a while to yeah. read this. Yeah. Well, it's like the thing about the monks. There's something with monks and like markers for whatever, and I don't know. That's a great study. That's great. That's Fascinating information. <laughs> I'm having one of those days where I can't find the right words, you know, yeah. when you just have a day and you're like, eh. Jude just came over and pointed out another story he wants me to read. I, I think I might have. I read this on the morning show yesterday. I don't know if I read it here or not. But uh, the world's oldest person died and said I'd continue to have fun. The world's oldest living dog is how old? Uh, Oldest and what's his name? He's a Chihuahua. Twenty-five. Yeah, I would guess like late twenties. Thirty-two. I was going to say thirty-two. Really? That's really old. It's only twenty-one years and sixty-six days. What? No. The world's oldest living dog has a familiar name. That's old. Twenty-one. Twenty-one years, sixty-six days. That's old. was like three years shy of the world's oldest dog. (laughs) Apparently. There's no way. And what's his name? He's got a great name. Sparky. No, think of think of somebody famous. He's named after Rover. somebody famous. Uh, somebody famous. I One mean, of those famous Dean. Names. I don't know. And by the way, he's looking at the camera. He's like, "What do you want?" He's looking at the camera like, what "What's you, his what name? You? Tell us." His name is Toby Keith. Oh dear God in heaven! Toby's a very. Is, I don't. I mean, that's a really old dog, but. For the world's oldest, that's well, actually like not. 150 years old. Well, Chihuahuas live. Chihuahuas live a long, a long time because the smaller oh. the dog, yeah, that's true. The longer the life, typically. Well, well small also, people live longer too, don't they? I mean, no, they yeah. to a degree, like, yes. Yeah, well, to a degree. If you're too Fawn small, is, then going to live forever. Exactly. Yeah, going <laughs> to be 120. Well, but like the world's oldest cat, I think was like 36. I was going to say because like I was thinking cats, yeah. and then cats live like. Cats live similar to uh-huh. small dogs. That's why I thought 32. It all works out in the end. So I'm picked up a lot of uh, a lot of uh, Twitter followers. I will so I say I will be I moving am. overseas now that you and Mom are both on Twitter. I'm gonna well, I'm just gonna remove go myself I'm just gonna see you from the family relax. entirely. I can't handle it. I'm just gonna see how it is. I don't care about that kind of stuff. Okay. <laughs> What do you mean, okay? Okay. Okay. Wendy sent her thoughts and prayers to me this morning. So Why? Because you're both on Twitter. Whatever. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> Wendy's Backstab on my side. yet again. Wendy's on my side. All right, we'll take a break here. Be right back. We have Kristen Burt coming up in the next hour. And I have a very specific question to ask her. All right, here we go. Be back in a couple minutes. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the Walzer world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finished number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J-Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Wow, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the motor sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? 
Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Hey, this is Brian Zepp. Summer is finally here, and if you're like me, you've got some serious riding planned. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, metric cruiser, or sport bike, you'll find what you need at Dennis Kirk. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets, too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, joined by the lovely and talented Kristen Burt. What do you think of that action? Hello. What a nice introduction. Two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row of being nice to you. It's really become painful. I know. You're getting soft on me, Tom. What's happening? I don't know. I'm getting You're right. I'm getting soft. I, I don't know what older. the hell happened. Yes, I'm getting older, so therefore, <laughs> I love all people, as you know. Mm-hmm. So, Kristen, <laughs> explain to me why, we're trying to figure out why it is Elon Musk tends to lean left. He's not way far left, but he tends to lean left. Why is everybody so upset that he bought Twitter? I Well, you know, it's funny. I think that the left thinks he leans right, and the right thinks he leans left. <clears throat> So if you're looking at Twitter, which in general probably has more liberal voices than conservative voices, especially in the post-Trump era, you are uh, have people who have concerns that he's going to just because he's saying like free speech. So I think people are concerned that there won't be safety measures in place to protect people when they become abusive because he's just like, it's free speech. So I think that that's where some of the concern is coming into play. Uh, you have Trump, obviously, on the right side, who says, I'm not coming back to Twitter, even though I like Elon Musk because he's trying to promote promote his own social media right, right. platform. I mean, so everyone has their own interests and everyone has their own opinions. Um, and really, Elon Musk, the only thing he's really said so far is like, hey, do you want an edit button? <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. An edit button would be great. It would be fantastic. And uh there's, I mean, even just for basic spelling errors right. or if you just write something grammatically wrong, it is nice, even if you just have that option for, say, five, ten minutes and then it expires. We've all caught our own writing mistakes thinking, oh, I look like an idiot. Do mm-hmm. I delete the tweet or do I, you know, start off, just leave it there? I suppose that makes sense. I just, I, I'm just trying to figure out how, uh, 
First of all, there's plenty of people saying horrible things about other people on Twitter right now. What's the difference? Yeah, I mean, it's honestly, I've had plenty of, uh, been on the unfortunate, the victim side of, you know, receiving a lot of tweets and things like that just from my work. And it's interesting because I really feel like it depends on who gets your report. So if I report the tweet or report an account for being abusive toward me, sometimes they're like, oh my gosh, this was awful and we've deleted the account or we've suspended yeah. them. And other times they're like, oh, it falls in our guidelines. That's free speech. I'm like, really? Like threatening my life or sexual assault is free speech? They said that it was free speech for you to be threatened with sexual assault or murder. Wow. Yeah, I, I've had that happen what? before. And it's and it's literally, you do not know sometimes. And sometimes they can just call you like an a-hole, which is fine. Like whatever. I don't expect people to love me. But then that will get the uh, report or the tweet erased. And I'm like, okay, why does like uh, calling me an a-hole versus like threatening my life? I don't understand like how one, because one's just a name. You know what I mean? Right. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, but even the problem I, mean, I have is I only call you an a-hole once a week. It's not that big a deal. Exactly. You know. <laughs> and, and, you know, and I get emails and things like that, which I've all reported to law enforcement and things like that. But it's it's interesting to see, like, who takes it seriously and, and who doesn't. And Twitter can – if you think Twitter's frustrating, Instagram's probably worse. Instagram lets everything slide. So – and the thing is with Instagram is they slide into your DMs. <clears throat> so it's just a private message. It's not something that the public can see. And oh, Twitter, okay. at least it's there for everyone to witness. And you mm-hmm. can be like, oh, my gosh, what just happened? Well, he had um, – Elon Musk had issued a statement that he reposted on his site. And he says, free speech is the bedrock of a functioning democracy, and Twitter is the digital town square where matters vital to the future of humanity are debated, said Mr. Musk. I also want to make Twitter better than ever by enhancing the product with new features, making the algorithms open source to increase trust, defeating the spam bots, and authenticating all humans. Twitter has tremendous potential. I look forward to working with the company and the community of users to unlock it. That does sound like a threat to democracy. <laughs> yes, there you go. There you have it. You know, here, here's the thing. I mean, honestly, social media is just the worst thing that ever happened to us. We've discussed it here yes. so many times. But I really think with yesterday's news, that really just sealed the deal. Of like, holy cow, what have we done to ourselves? Yes. A lot. Of, I mean, I, I'm liking the tweets that I'm seeing where it's like, if, if this is the worst thing that's ever happened to you, Elon Musk buying Twitter. You need to go outside and play. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, exactly. Just go outside and play. <clears throat> You're absolutely right about that. Take a know. pickleball. Do something with your life. Well, and again, you have the choice to be on Twitter or not be on Twitter. It's, exactly. And it's a free platform, so we have to, you know, take the good with the bad if you're going to use that free platform. Yeah. Wonder what happened with Twitter stock today. It's way up. Uh, should have bought it last week. I should well, have bought they're, it. They're going to go private, so. Yeah, what happens? To... What happens with your stock when it goes I private? I don't actually know. Yeah. It's, well, they have to buy it back. Do they just buy it? You get paid off at the price that I think so. it was yeah. bought at then? No, you, you or would, what it's worth. Or, do you, or, do, or does it get purchased back at the value that has been offered? I think that's what it is. Because yes. they, they, they said, we're buying all the shares. Yeah. Here's your, here's your piece of change. Take yeah. it or leave it. If you hold your shares, you're still going to just get that much. I don't know. I, that's a good question. I don't know what happened. Yeah. 
I but mean, you're not going to have a voice. Because I think he bought it at $54 and some odd cents of 20, a share. Yeah, $54.20, yeah. <clears throat> he did indeed, so I But I'm then they diluted the stock to try to get him. They no, poison-pilled uh, it. That was Bill Gates. No, that was Tesla. He shorted Tesla. Oh, he shorted it. I thought, but didn't Bill yeah, Gates? Bill Gates is a pig. I'm he's sorry. He's horrible. He's, he's a, a terrible, terrible human person. being. Yeah, he really is. Well, even his wife hates him. So what does that tell you? Yeah, he's got his problems. Ex-wife, well, his ex-wife. Yeah, <laughs> he's no, got ex-wife. Serious yeah, he's, megalomania he's a bad issues. Person. Yeah, well, he's a goofy looking yeah, little fellow. I was gonna say Melinda Gates is much done with Bill Gates. Yeah, so, all right, so is everything else good? Catherine and I, I should mention, you know, getting into your business now, um, Catherine and I have one Reacher left and one Big Sky left for the year. That's it. That's all we got, one each. That's it. And then What we are you wa- going to go and watch next? Well, we watched a movie, The Outfit, <laughs> Outfitters, Outfit, what was it called? The Outfit? Oh, you mean The Outlaws? It's not a no, movie. No, 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 no The Outfit. The Taylor, you, I think not you said the it was the Oh, The Outfit, yeah. The Outfit. Oh, that was a great movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's called The Outfit. It's a British movie. And you enjoyed it. It's British? You didn't notice that he had a British accent? Well, he's British, but I don't think it's a British movie. It was about Chicago gangsters. Chicago? Did you guys watch the same Did we watch yeah, the same movie? What is going movie? on? Uh, <laughs> he moved Whoa. to Chicago. Yeah, he moved to Chicago. He, but he was British. But I think the movie was made wait, wait, in England. did someone take a nap during the movie? No, no I think happen. the movie was made in England. I, I thought it was. He's an English guy. There's an Irish mob boss involved. He moves to Chicago. Irish. Chicago. Oh, Irish. Mom, well, it's all get it together. How dare you think... British. I thought he was Welsh for sure. They all look alike. They look the same. They sound the same. I don't even know what's happening. But yeah, Sorry, saw, I brought it up. We saw the outfit. It, we, it was a really good movie. And but we have no idea what it was about. Nobody knows what it's about or where it took place and if anyone was awake. Did I tell you the show's only eight minutes long? I watched it. <laughs> you gotta head to the house. That's all I'm saying. We'll talk <laughs> after. <laughs> I will say I was involved at the watching of this next movie, so I can confirm what actually happened. Oh, we Uma? watched Uma, yeah, with what's her face? San- Sandra Oh. Sandra Oh, yeah. Uma. Which it was under an hour and a half, Kristen, so my dad was a hour huge and fan. 20 minutes, baby. Huge it was fan. perfect. Yes. I mean, I am. That's why I watch TV because I just will binge watch the episodes, and if I can only watch two, that's great, and then I move on and come back to it later. But I, I really have stopped because I don't cover. I cover TV versus films anyway, and yeah. I, I don't go to the movies, and I barely watch them at you know on any of my streaming platforms that I subscribe to. Well, they're too long. Everything's two and a half to three hours now. I don't have three hours to watch your yeah. crappy movie. Yeah, I'm right now. I'm in the middle yeah. of season two, or I guess it's just two episodes out of the flight attendant with Kaylee Cuoco, which is fantastic. Have you seen that yet? I have not. Somebody just told me it sucked. Uh, Michael Bryant said oh. that the first season was good, and then now he's it's not. First, a, I thought it was a movie. Oh, it's good. That's a show. First, I actually was surprised because sophomore, you know, seasons are always a crapshoot, but so far I think it's it's on track. Um, and I just finished the dropout. Oh, I thought that's good. Home. That is fantastic. Okay. And, yeah, that was but probably Tom, one of my favorite shows over the last couple of years. So it was so well done. Tom will hate it. Why would I hate it? He doesn't it? like scammers. Yeah. I don't like what? Scammers. No, I'm not big on scammers. Scammers, that is that, true. T- scammers that target old white men. 
Yes, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is right there. Oh, oh Rich White Man. There you have it. Boy, look at the time. Fascinating story. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's funny. In, in the series of the, the dropout, they cover the Clinton um, Health Initiative. The Clinton Foundation put on a conference, which I happened to be at, and they covered it just slightly in, in one of the episodes. And it was funny because I went back to watch the footage because we wound up doing some highlights. And oh, cool. I, I knew I was in the video, so I went and looked. And I'm like, that panel had Elizabeth Holmes and Joshua Kushner because he runs Oscar Health and it was all about disruptors in the healthcare industry. And I thought, oh, wow. <laughs> Two really interesting names along with Bill Clinton. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you have it. But um, what was the other thing? I was going to mention one other thing we've been watching. We've, we've been very lucky, though, because the outfit was good. The Uma was good. Uma means mother in Korean. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, and Sandra O. Oh, um, Produced it and starred in it. Yeah, she was very good mm-hmm. in it, actually. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Great actress. She did a good job. No question about it. Yeah. No getting around it. Yeah. Melissa and I watched a movie. Beauty and the Beast or something? Good morning, Vietnam. Oh, my God. Good morning, <laughs> Vietnam. That's a great movie. I had never seen it before. I don't think I've ever seen it. Haven't you? I think it would make me miss Robin Williams. I know, yeah. I feel like it would be like... Yeah, he was uh, 37 in that movie. He's two years older than me. I know, we were in uh, Epcot, and Robin Williams was in one one of the rides. He's on Imagination. Oh, the figment thing, yes. Figment, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, he and uh, Eric Idle. Yep. I don't remember He's one of the scientists. Mm -hmm. Oh, is he? I know, it's like... Well, no, 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 no. He's... When you're going through the line, yeah. it shows him from... Oh, that's why I didn't remember it. What you call it? Flubber? The Flubber, yeah. yeah. It's like just a picture of oh, him, and because Fl- okay. it's like, great scientists, and it's like okay. him from Flubber. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't that's remember it, Robin Williams being part of it. Imagination. Oh my gosh, my kids, <laughs> Boy, we, we went to Disney, what, a month ago, and my kids are still singing, it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow, <laughs> shining at the carousel end of every progress. day. <laughs> the carousel of progress, they liked it's it. Hilarious. And where did the imagination, what, imagina- what did the imagination replace? In Tomorrowland. The or was Northwest it in- Airlines? Not Northwest Airlines. No, it was TWA, TWA. wasn't it? I thought it was a Michael wow. Jackson deal. No, that was a movie. Which was the one, um, if you had wings, like it was Eastern Airlines, and then it became something else. Maybe Delta. Yeah, was it, it a TWA? Was it? I thought uh, it, was, I was, I think it was Eastern <laughs> Airlines originally, and then it was Delta Airlines because Delta oh, okay. is the hub in Orlando. Huh. Yeah, because it was. Okay. Yeah, it was about it was about the airline industry, and I don't know why they changed it, but they did. If you had wings, if you had wings, yep. that one. Yep, <laughs> that one exactly. I don't remember that. You don't want me to go higher because it gets painful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good sound right there, ladies and gentlemen. So, Kristen, I got to tell you. Um, one of the former owners of your Minnesota Vikings, along with, uh, what the hell was his name again? Your Minnesota Vikings. I own them. You're so invested. That hillbilly from Texas, what the hell was his name again? Owned the Vikings. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, this other guy's name is okay, Reggie Fowler, I think is his name. I have no clue. You ready for this? I want you to guess how many years he's going to get. One of the former part owners of the Minnesota Vikings, a guy named Reggie Fowler, has been found guilty of a scam that he pulled. Okay. Six hundred. Is he going to federal prison? Six hundred million dollars. Holy moly! Mm. He's, oh, he's going, going to, to fe- like cupcake. Yeah, so. it's never coming out. 
Yeah, he's never getting out of that one. <laughs> no. And he, by the way, he pled guilty, so what they had his ass. Yeah. So he's done. Six hundred million. You Which know what I love about that owner? Reggie Fowler, I think his Reggie name is. Reggie Fowler owned part of the Vikings when. What was his scam? I wonder. Uh, a crypto scheme. Crypto scheme, yeah. Uh, There's going to be a lot of those oh, in the future. Oh, there are. Be yes. extremely careful if you buy crypto in the future. The IRS is onto it. My accountant was like, do you have any crypto? He asked like five times. Like, I do not <laughs> have yeah. crypto. You have to be really, really careful. Oh well, yeah, I like my money. Super, I, my accountant is just super cautious. He's like, we have to report it. He's like, don't tell me that you have it later on if you don't have it. He's like, I, the IRS is really aggressive on it. Oh, right yes, on crypto. Crypto, they're getting re- the, the federal government's getting very aggressive on crypto. Rolls of quarters under your mattress. Yes, there you go. Well, I bought I a very small amount several years ago and then forgot the password, so I don't know if it counts. Yeah. Just floating out there on the internet, never of to be Bitcoin, recovered right? again. Yeah. You probably have like two million dollars yeah, now. Worth. It's, it's <laughs> gone <billion>. forever. <laughs> I thought you, you could you? recover it now. I don't. I don't know the wallet ID. I don't know anything. Oh. It's all gone. You just bought it randomly and then forgot. Yep. So who gets that money since you forgot it? No one. It's it like just floats around. Huh? Well, it's like dropping. In the it's like dropping a gold bar into the ocean. The sea, I suppose, the sea yeah. owns it at that point. That's yeah, pretty much true. <laughs> so what'd you find out about Reggie Fowler? Uh, apparently, he was part of a crypto exchange that had a loss that they covered up somehow. Uh, covering up loss counts as money laundering, apparently. Mm-hmm. Six hundred million dollars with a loss. Yeah, uh, he had eight hundred fifty million dollars of credit that he failed to return to a client, so an investor, I think. Oh. Um, I think because there was such a loss that the creditor would have wanted the money back for obvious reasons, but instead he said there was no loss, and kept the money. Oh, and he was also wow. counterfeiting. Oh my! <laughs> it was counterfeiting cryptic, cryptocurrency. It just says counterfeit currency. I don't know if it was crypto or otherwise, oh. but I don't know how you counterfeit crypto. He's a pretty great guy. Sounds like just open up a notepad. Quality person. Really quality person, Kristen. There's no doubt about it. Quality bank fraud. People, bank yeah. fraud. Conspiracy. Operation of an unlicensed money business. Conspiracy to operate an unlicensed money business and wire fraud. Oh, he's going to prison Rivers forever. Rivers are so hot right now. It's so interesting. You know, if you even look at the TV shows, it's like Inventing Anna and The Bad Vegan and Elizabeth Holmes. I mean, it's so interesting how everyone loves a good scam. Indeed, it's true. I just saw a headline pop up. I have not read the story. I don't understand what the hell this is all about. Harvard has pledged $100 million in cash to atone for a role in slavery. When the hell was there slavery at Harvard? I think that, I think it helped build it. Slaves yeah, built. Probably helped build the structure. Yeah. yeah. But because that happened, like the White House was obviously built by slaves. Oh wait a minute. It was, yeah. Wait a minute. They're pulling a Harvard scam. I thought Harvard admitted they did something wrong, but now read this. Uh, President Lawrence Bacow, Bacow, I guess it is B A C O W Bacow, announced yesterday that the university is committing $100 million to study oh, its yep. role. $100 so million dollars to themselves. To themselves. So that they can look at some books. Harvard is such a scam. Absolutely. It's just unbelievable that anybody, I, and you, you, get, you graduate from Harvard, you're probably going to get a good job, right? Yep. It's nothing but a scam. Well, it's all thing. nepotism but, and cronyism. You know, that's the 
thing, um, especially in New England, just because I grew up here and have a little firsthand knowledge of what that is, there are so many, especially if you go to prep school and you go to a, a name school that people all recognize, there are clubs and networks and oh, yeah. uh, oh, things yeah. on your resume. It just opens a door and it's unbelievable. And I, I've had that privilege, honestly, on, on my end. I've seen it because I went to prep school. I went to NYU. I went to a summer camp too. This is the other thing. I went to a summer camp that is a summer camp that a lot of people know and it opens doors on my resume if I mention it. And I don't have it on my is, resume in my summer camp. People that's are crazy. going to these schools for those, not for the knowledge. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's They're why not, they don't care about the knowledge. They just want to be part of the club that gets you into the other clubs. That's all that matters. Well, absolutely, because it's it's access to people. And if yep. you talk about the you know inequity of education, it is absolutely there because I do personally know firsthand like how it has benefited me over the years. It is all true. Now, how long did you live in the Twin Cities, by the way, Kristen? Um, two years. Two years. Okay, so you you know the the landscape pretty well. You know all the mm-hmm. major landmarks. Um, the reason I bring it up, the Star Tribune finally got around to making a comment about uh, Elon Musk and Twitter. Star Tribune. Twitter under Elon Musk will be a very scary place. Oh, my God. Are going to start that again? How do people take these people seriously? I know. How this do is you the take 2021 campaign. Scary. Everything was terrifying and scary, and we're all going to die. Oh, my well, God. Well, I will say this, and Kristen, back me up on this if, uh, if you agree. Minnesotans love to be scared. Yes, Have you ever do. noticed that? They're, they're very easily scared. Oh, yeah. Why? Yeah. Look at the weather. Well, look yeah, at the weather. On the weather. No, we're look. constantly worrying about dying of frostbite. Look at the weather. <laughs> it's, it's always about being afraid. Oh, my God. We're going to have this terrible storm. This ter- mm-hmm. We're going to have a thousand feet of snow. Yeah, that's oh, true. It's, it's got, true. The lightning is going to be so bad. It's going to ruin yeah. the grid. I mean, on and on. Blizzard, I'm like, cool. Blizzards are fun. Blizzards are fun. Well, because but you can just sit at home when you have a blizzard. A lot of people can't. It's because he works for a family business. That's why. Yeah, but I'm saying like a lot of people, it's really impacts yeah. their life in a major way. Like, oh, I have to get three hours. How do I get the kid to, to daycare? Yeah. How do I? I got to shovel the driveway before I get the kid to daycare, and we got to get them, and that's going to take an extra half hour, and then we're gonna. I have to drive to work, and then on the way home, they oh now schools closed two hours earlier. Yeah, and, and, they don't and, have school and, and at all. Hear, Who's going to take care of my kid? And like, you hear all that. Yeah. And none of that happens. And there's no snow. Well, there is that. That does happen. Although it happened a lot this year. We had school canceled like five days this year. Really? Because of of either cold or snow. Yeah. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, Yeah, it was a lot this year. I don't don't think it happened a single time last year. For school being closed. They never canceled school when we were in. No, I think if you got elementary a, a school. snow day, it was like a big deal. Yeah, they did five. I think yeah, it was oh, yeah. five days this year of either early release or it was completely canceled. So hmm. this morning uh, I woke up at 2.15. I just woke up and couldn't get back to sleep. So I got up and did a little walking indoors because it was 28 degrees. Yeah. Sun will um, be out at 4 p.m. <laughs> and then I, uh, I uh, got in the car at 4 o'clock in the morning. And by the way, you'll love this. You remember Highway 100, don't you, Kristen? I do, yes. Okay. I'm going down Highway 100 at 4 o'clock in the morning. Uh, Well, actually, I'm getting on to Highway 100 at 4 o'clock in the morning. There's one other car on the road, and he would not let me in. 
He had three lanes to move over to the left, and he would not do it, and he would not speed up or slow down. He just made sure that I couldn't get on the highway without slamming on my brakes. That is such a weird passive-aggressive. It's amazing. But that's a Minnesota thing, isn't it? That's very Minnesota. I see that, I think, everywhere. You see it in in Los Angeles, too. I let people in because I know the stress. In California, if you can't get off the exit, you have to go like another two miles and then it's like a detour and trying yes. to get back to yep. the nightmare. So I'm always trying to let people in because I know of course. the stress of like trying to miss an exit. Okay, so I got to this this studio. I sat down in a chair at 4.15. I went on the air about uh, an hour and 45 minutes later and I opened up with a Bo Hopkins line from the movie The Wild Bunch. I said, global warming why don't you kiss my sister's black cat's ass? <laughs> it's 28 global warming my it's ass. It's not called global warming anymore. Oh, it's not. It's oh, climate change. change. Oh, climate change. So in other words, when it since it's not 28 anymore, it's now, what, 35, 34? So that was climate change? They can't really agree on how I know. the climate is changing. That's exactly where. right. I have to sneeze. Okay. <laughs> Good you. for you. <laughs> Damn it. I don't know. Congratulations. <laughs> Where's your cough button? Oh, we don't have we used to have them. We used to yeah, have what them. happened to them? They don't they're shitty. That's what. <laughs> cough buttons don't work. No. I don't know what the hell shitty. it is. I'm you allergic to it. I need a mask for this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why don't you settle down? <laughs> you so big we had we've all had Florida. Although I will say oh, yeah. it's just constantly broken. Maybe it's the cough buttons need to be replaced. That's how they all always were. Yeah, you're the only one in this room that hasn't had COVID. Although, Mm. I was getting my hair done last week, and the gal that was doing my hair said that she had a friend that was had all the covid symptoms she was horribly sick it turned into bronchitis all this stuff and i was like this sounds just like my mom and she said she tested seven times negative for covid but her doctor was like some people just don't test positive go and get your antibodies tested i did you got your antibodies tested it was still negative i was like so maybe but yeah you haven't had them Mm -mm. well how how far after a couple of weeks yeah it's supposed to be like a month, around a month afterwards, you're supposed to get your antibodies tested. Uh, I don't know. Or you may have had it, didn't know it. Or that, I was tested five times. Anyway. Yeah. Can yeah. we get away from the COVID discussions? We I can. know. <laughs> Beat that horse. Well, it's it's a real thing again in the uh, long term care facilities. Yeah, I saw. It's going through yeah. my dad's building, mm-hmm. and of course there are freaking out, and, and people are it's going through um, TV production sets. Like a lot. Of, I I went and worked on set on Saturday and on Monday, and I got tested four times just to be able to go. Oh, my God! But the interesting thing is, like, I got, I also got my nails done on Thursday, and the gal that did my nails, her stepdad, I think it was, works, he's a doctor, and he was like, she's like, all he did was COVID for two years, and she's like, and now there's nobody in the COVID unit, so now he's working with, I guess there's a really bad flu going around. Oh. I don't know. Well, I don't, well, is there a dying on the sets? See, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like, just because people have it. Oh, yeah. The problem is that if it just goes through the cast, because people are getting sick, they are symptomatic, not asymptomatic, um, but that it wipes out enough that they lose a day of production, which is extremely expensive. That could happen yeah. with the flu. That could happen with a cold. That yeah. could happen with a thousand things. I mean, Absolutely. COVID's the not. The flu, too, I don't think they, I think, you know, the unions have taken a stance on the flu, too. They don't want people getting that either i'd much rather get covid than the flu 
Oh yeah, the COVID I, was not that big. I don't know. It depends on how what, what level of COVID you got. It just depends. Yeah, because I've had people that have had such mild cases, and I've had people who have been hospitalized and the sickest they've ever been. Well, you could say the same thing about the flu, though. The Absolutely. flu kills tons I of people. I totally don't disagree with that. But I, yeah. I wouldn't say I want one over the other. I don't want either. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, yeah I mean, it's having like had a, both, I'll take I'll take COVID. Having had both, I'll take the COVID. Oof. Oh, man. I've had knee. I, I don't get the flu, and nor have I had COVID. I've only so. had the flu once in my life, and I was like a teenager. I, was, I had the flu, like, oh, I had, oh, when Sage was a baby. So I had a baby and a two-year-old. Mm-hmm. And... I had the flu, and then two weeks later, I got mastitis. Oh. It was horrible. Oh. <laughs> it was a That's rough, rough month. month. Yeah, really <laughs> bad month. I know. You got to tell Kristen the story about you telling Sage thank you. Oh, jeez, this is Dad's Ralph favorite will love story. This one too. I it is love pretty this cute. Story. It is very cute. So funny. Sage was playing with something. He's three years old. He's by three the way, years old. Listening. He was playing with something, and he was like whacking this thing against the wall. It was like a soft ball thing, whacking it against the wall, and he's like, "Can I?" hit you with this and i was like no you can't hit me with that and then he tapped it against the wall really gently and he said can i do this to you with oh, by it the way, i need to put one thing in here that sage has been going back and forth to florida what three times this year yeah okay that's an important part of this yeah he's got he's been on more plane rides than any child his age i'm pretty sure <laughs> i'm pretty sure yeah. um so yeah he's like can i do this to you and he hit the wall really gently and i was like sure if you really want to i was folding laundry and he was playing with this thing and so he tapped my leg gently with the ball thing and i said thank you for, thank you for being so gentle and he said thank you for flying delta airlines <laughs> i was like what thank you for flying delta airlines is he a freaking flyer member now we know. i just love I that know. story so much we know you have other choices where did oh, that come up. I don't. Yeah, I know. But it's like, yeah, he. Fl- we flew Sun Country to. Oh, thank you for flying Sun Country. To Country. Yeah, we yeah. flew Sun Country to Orlando because dealing with the little airport with kids is a lot easier. Yeah, that oh, airport God, is yes. nice. So oh, having God, going yes. through that terminal is nicer with small children because they don't want to be in a stroller or anything in an airport anymore and yeah. so they run around and i'm like it's nice when you're just like and right to the gates walk to those gates oh my gosh i know and they're always like is there a moving sidewalk i'm like not in this one and that's intentional yeah yeah that's very very but true. yeah they love i guess sage is a delta mm-hmm. oh, i did something delta similar customer. to melissa last time we flew uh we had ethan with us I, yeah because we went to florida a couple mm-hmm. months yeah. ago and uh, we were on the plane, and uh, we were talking to Ethan to get him to, you know, stay calm because he likes to be talked to. Yeah. And I couldn't think of anything to say, so I said, Ethan, are you prepared for cross-check and all call? <laughs> and then on the PA, flight attendants, please prepare for cross-check and all call. And Melissa says, have you flown before? Because I said it, like, literally two seconds before You're like, I know exactly it when it's going to happen. Every time yep. at the exact same time. I don't even know what it means. I don't know what cross-check. Fawn actually asked me last time we were landing. She's like, what's cross-check and all call? I'm like, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, we've heard it a thousand times. Cross-check, they're checking the doors, I think. They're yeah, checking the doors checking... to be, uh, to be uh, yeah. marked. And then, yeah, that makes sense. I don't know what all call is, is though. Let's all, see. All present. All. Cross check. Nobody's vanished during the flight. Yeah, cross check apparently just means everyone verifies the other's tasks. 
So okay. it's like if one flight attendant is in charge yeah. of making Shut the yeah, door. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. That kind well. of stuff. <laughs> Lock the door. Call, let's see. Yeah, cross-check. I was like, figured what that's what that was. It means report to your station. Oh, all call, call. Like they okay. sit in the little fold-down chairs yeah, you and buckle up. You go your little chair and then you call in and you say, yeah. All right, leader standing got by. Okay. We got to take a break. Be right back with Kristen I have, Burt. I have a dance question for Kristen. Oh, I love it. I also have to read you a story about a guy who's pissed off at Merriam Webster because of their definition of gender identity. Sweet Jesus. Oh, <laughs> Sweet Jesus. He threatened to bomb the place. Oh. Actually, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. All right. We'll argue after the break. It says here in the contest. <laughs> I'm sure the headline okay. does say that. Okay. We'll be back. <laughs> Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home. List it on the MLS and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com. That's Shift, the number two, Sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. And we are back with Stretch's picks. You know, Tom, uh, there's a lot of analysis that goes into these picks. Yeah. And uh, I highly recommend betting, of course. I always recommend betting. Yeah, absolutely. So who's winning this thing? The kitties, the pack, the bears, or the purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. I know, but it's a hell of an HVAC company. They do the most thorough system tune-up in the industry. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. It's also the smartest time to call and schedule your furnace tune-up with Sabre. Get the most thorough tune-up in the industry from the people who keep my home comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Tom here for Continuum Weight and Well-Being. If you were like me and constantly finding yourself in weight loss mode, I have great news. Continuum is here. It's new and they're doing it differently. There are no meal replacements or foods you're required to purchase. They specialize in customizing meal plans for you using all whole nutritious foods. They don't just focus on weight loss. They're upfront with their pricing. And most importantly, Continuum is designed for long-term success. Schedule a free consultation. Find out more today. Simply go to their website, Continuum Weight weightwellbeing.com or call or text them at 952-491-6527 and catch the Continuum team on my podcast on Thursdays, 11.15 a.m. I've learned so much from them, and I know you will too. Continuum Weight and Wellbeing Life Beyond Weight Loss Mode. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. A quick story about Kristen's neighbor in California. He's somewhere in California, so he, I would consider him to be your neighbor. Your you know people, I mean? at least. One of your kin. Who is it? 
A California man is accused of sending repeated death threats to Miriam Webster because he was upset with their definitions on gender identity. Authorities say 34-year-old Jeremy Hansen of Rossmore made the threats anonymously through the company's contact us page online and its comments section uh, reports CNN. An example, there is no such thing as gender identity, he allegedly wrote in regard to the definition of female. The imbecile who wrote this entry should be hunted down and shot. In another, uh, he allegedly wrote that it would be poetic justice to have someone storm your offices and shoot up the place. The dictionary has been tweaking its definitions on gender in recent years to be more inclusive, notes USA Today. For example, they added they as a non-binary singular pronoun. Authorities say they tracked the online threats to a computer at Hanson's home. His mother describes her son as autistic and says he has a fixation with gender identity issues. Per the Times, authorities said he sent similar threats to entity. Oh, this is the sad part. He sent similar threats to entities including the American Civil Liberties Union, Hasbro. Hasbro. Why would you threat Hasbro? What? Because they have boy, girl, and boy and girl toys. Oh, they do. Yes, can't have that anymore. Well, yeah, Land like of have... Lakes. Why Land of Lakes? What the hell is Land of sure Lakes? Have... Where did the co-op do? Yeah, like the butter. That's a woman. I... Land, but she's not on there anymore. Oh yeah, they took her off. No, they took yeah, her off. No, she's. Oh, she took. They took her off. I was. They I wasn't sure. They got rid of they, the Indian and yeah, kept they the land. Got rid of. Oh, no. <laughs> See. <laughs> oh, there no. you have it. Oh. Too uh, Andy, too soon. Am I too right? Too soon. <laughs> too soon. Yeah. Uh, American Civil Liberties Union, Hasbro, Land Lakes, and Amnesty International, often accusing them of Marxist behavior. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So a young man. Uh, his mom says he's autistic. So I don't know what the hell the oh, deal poor is. Poor kid. Uh, I know, but guy, Hasbro, man. Hasbro, and Land the Lakes. What the hell does a jar and a, a stick well, Hasbro, of butter like, do? Hasbro is like Candyland and shoots and ladders. Hasbro. I don't know. Or is that Mattel? Or is that Mattel? Yeah, I, don't I don't know. I have no idea. Well, like Candyland has you're like either a boy, or you're either there's a Caucasian boy, a black boy, a Caucasian girl, and a black girl. In what? As um, no shoots and ladders. Sorry, shoots and ladders. That's like what. Your little moving pieces you choose yeah, between Candyland, those four things. Gingerbread people. Yeah, in Candyland they're different colored gingerbread people. Have, oh, you say they have red ones too? In Candyland? <laughs> you said there's ginger. I, I never, mind. <laughs> I never mind. Gingerbread people. Oh, gingerbread. Yeah. Oh, I see. But there are male and female characters on the board in Candyland. Oh, there are. Yep. Well, there you go. There's like King Candy. There's Miss Fudge, the guy, licorice guys, like a yeah. Zorro-looking oh, yeah. dude. Right. Well, I remember um, Aaron's family had the life-size Candyland. What? I don't remember that. No, and I'm Who shocked. Did? Yeah, they had uh, what? Like the room-sized Candyland. They made their own. Uh, Who did? Tiles and everything. Uh, Terry and Laurie. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that either. I want that. I was pretty young. I mean, I guess I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't remember it because you were probably six, I guess. I don't remember that. And I'm sad because that sounds magical. Well, they might still have it, to be honest. I don't know. I think Lori kind of gets rid of a lot of stuff. She's like, I got four kids. I can't keep everything. That's true. Maybe. I don't know. I wouldn't even try. I get rid of everything, so. Good luck to my children having anything from their youth. Okay, two things i got to run by Catherine. Oh, God. This one says, good morning, Catherine. Listening to the morning show, uh, per u- as per usual, Tom was talking SM again. 
and the reason he left. Masochism. I was going to say uh, social media. Oh, Oh, social media. Okay. (laughs) I thought of it. It says I'm a horrible typer on my phone, especially my new phone. So I decided not to email him. Let's get him back on. Catherine then tweeted, "You got your wish." And then Lori, uh, Lori Kitty fifty two. I was so excited. I like the the tagline here. I was so excited this morning, like a child. LOL. And then a follow back. Thank you. By the way, my husband will call me or text me from work on occasion and say, "Did you hear what Tom just said? Are you sure he isn't your dad?" (laughs) (laughs) That's very sweet. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great to have you back or on or great great to be back. I guess is a better way to put it. Oh, Alex, you had a dance question for Kristen? I sure do. Oh, here we go. So, What is your favorite ballet slipper? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, that's it. Exactly. No, okay. So, yeah, very important information for everybody to know. Um, so I was, a com- I was a competitive dancer, but I started competition in seventh grade. I did just like regular one day a week tap and jazz for an hour before that. But, so Fawn, my daughter, who is going to be six at the end of May, has been doing recreational dance for two years, and last night she got invited to audition for their competition team at her dance studio, and she's, like, elated. She wants to do it so badly, but I just don't know. Yeah, she's so young. And, like, the idea of, like, putting on makeup and, like, you know, performing for a score, like, at that age. I, I don't know, because I don't have experience with competition dance at this age. But I know that you, like, work with a lot of, like, you know, young dancers and people that have been in it since they were young children. So what's your, what's your take on little kids and competition dance? Usually the little kids absolutely love it because it's costumes, it's dance, they take class all weekend, but it's like being a hockey parent Mm -hmm. that you are away on weekends. It's a huge investment financially, Mm -hmm. Yes, it's a huge investment of your time. So you, I think you just have to decide and and, and what does that, you know, what does your studio do for, especially for the little ones? Are they competing every weekend or are they doing two throughout the whole season? And I think that's probably where you start asking questions. They have, yeah, I sent the woman that owns the studio an email because it was like if you have any questions let us know and um so i asked a couple questions but i know i've talked to one of the moms that has a daughter in fawn's class has two older daughters and they're in competition but i know that they have like a mini or it's called comp light and i think they only do classes two days a week like they do a ballet jazz class and then an acro class i think and they only do one competition and i'm like that i think i could get on board with i think that's doable and yeah. little kids should not be competing because there are some studios that send these little itty bitty ones out to competitions yeah. more than twice a month which should not be happening because their bodies not good for their bodies and no. i think that people don't understand is that these kids are cranking their turnout and their extension so early that they we're seeing hip replacements for oh. Absolutely. Young adults in their early 20s. Oh, yeah. When I went to, oh, yeah. when I went to um, Performance Arts High School, there were some girls that had been in dance since they were itty-bitty, itty-bitty, and their parents, their mom, it was two girls specifically, their mom always had them, like, stretching and doing all the things. And, yeah, her hip would pop out of place uh, frequently. Like, it happened, like, a couple times a year. She had to go to the hospital and get it, like, shoved back in there. Far, exactly. And it was, like, because oh, well. she had been doing it 
at such a young yeah. age that her body, she was just like a Gumby person. Well, yeah, the ligaments know, don't really yeah. snap back is the thing. So yeah. if you've you overstretched those, them, they're yeah. kind of messed well, up. And, yeah, those Cirque du Soleil my friend who's a professional dancer, he's 26, and he's already two hip surgeries in out of five. So he's got another three left. It's that's crazy. not okay. I know. No, that's I'm just like, that's Why ridiculous. are they making these people do things like that? That's not good for them. You know, it's weird. If you go back and look, it even, like, a, a clip of a ballet company from even, say, the 1970s, you will see that ballerinas only did about 90 or a little bit higher, like 90 degrees or higher for their extension. Mm -hmm. They're now expected to do over 180 degrees. Yeah. And that's awful. That's contortionism. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Weird thing. Well, I mean, and dance has even changed so much since I was in it. Like now acro is like something that you have to do. Like you have to be able to do certain, like an aerial and all these flips and all these like weird bendy things. And I'm like, we didn't have to do any of that. Well, that's how everything is. I mean, look at professional sports 60 years ago compared to what it is now. Yeah. Professional sports back then, the guys looked relatively normal. Yeah. And now it's like you have to be 6'6", weigh 400 Mm -hmm. pounds. Yeah. Yeah. You're snapping people's necks out there on the field. Yeah. Yeah. Everything has just gone to the extreme because people demand more, and they have to. Yeah. It has to be better than it was last year, no mm-hmm. matter what it is. Yeah. And even though, as parents, you try to divorce yourself from the child doing it for you, the child is going to a certain extent be doing these things for you the child to is please you. you. Well, and that's the thing with to me. I'm like, you. I have never, like. Yeah. tried to pressure her into dance. I'm like, I don't want to be like, I had to dance. You have to do dance. But it's the only thing she's ever really shown any interest in. Mm. And I never, I didn't really talk to her much about dance because I was like, I don't want to influence her in this way. And then she got the invitation because not everybody in her class got this invitation to audition. And so I was like, she was like, what is it? And I was like, the your dance studio is acknowledging that you're working really hard. And... Go paying good attention in class and they think that you would be good for competition maybe but we'll have to talk about it and she's just like can i do it can i do it can i do it i'm like oh lord <laughs> uh, she know, sees the older girls doing it too so and you can also always stop yeah no yes i know but, well and dan it's funny because this morning he was like we can talk about it more later but he's like you know i don't want to do the spending like five days a week driving her back and forth to dance and doing all these competitions and it takes over your life because she's he's like you did it and i did it and i just don't want to do that and i was like i wanted to say that was like the greatest part of my life like as a child like that during that age when i was in competition dance because i was like i loved being there and so i was like because my dance studio was you just did uh it was much more low-key than a lot of them yes it was you did a day of ballet and jazz and then a day of tap so you were only required to be at the dance studio two days a week but then you could be on different teams you could do solos trios duets as many as you wanted and so i was there like six days a week and i'd be there for like five hours some days because oh, yeah, it's like you, you could add as many basically non-stop because i was just like this is where i like to be and this is where i want to be and so for him to say like oh i don't want to do that because it takes over your life and i'm like because i wanted it to and i'm glad that i did because i didn't go to lots of parties 
because I was like, well, I got dance. As a teen, if it keeps you distracted. Exactly. And like, and then when I did go to parties, I didn't drink until I was 21. And because I was like, I got dance in the morning. I can't be drinking. Like I've got, because that was my priority because I loved it so much that I was just like being at this party and drinking with you people does not interest me. I was the same way. I was like, I can't drink. I got to grind to level 59. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. hours of my time. And I was not like a naturally good dancer. You know how some people just like, they just take to it and they're like, oh, I'm naturally really flexible and blah, blah, blah. I was not naturally flexible at all. Sorry, it's my gene pool. Yeah. And so I had to work really, really hard and I became... I'm not trying to be like big headed or anything, but I think I became the best dancer in my studio because I worked really, really hard at it. And having that like acknowledgement meant a huge deal to me. And I was constantly in the basement working on dances and all this stuff, but it was like not obsessive. It just brought me so much joy that that's what I wanted to do. So also consider Sage wanting to be in hockey at the same time. He cannot be in hockey. That's why you have <laughs> well, two parents. Well, but yes. He can be in baseball. But, but, but he can do. But that's, but that's only what he wants. Yeah, what if that's he wants only to be No, because, because <laughs> no. <laughs> no, hockey and football are my two, like, no kids. Neither of my kids football can play. Football is a hard no. no. Hockey, I don't know. No, you can yeah, you get so many horrible injuries in hockey. No. Do they? Children's yes. hockey, though? But if he goes into, you know, if it progresses. My, my, my point is pointing out the time commitment to a second child. Yeah. And oh, yeah. When you no. have, and when you have a strong uh, time commitment to two children in diverse things. Now, if he goes into dance, then it's not a problem. You're doing the same thing. Yeah. But if he's doing one thing, he's doing the other. You now oh, split no, your know. family two ways. Yes. No, I absolutely agree. Imagine and if and I had wanted to do stuff as a kid. You. you would have had no time. I forced you to do stuff. <laughs> yes, you did. And then it didn't work <laughs> yeah, exactly. out. Exactly. Yes, you did. I know, yeah. I got, all the, time in the, yeah, I got all the time in the world because <laughs> Andy just wanted to sit at home and play video games. So I, I, for me, it was like, do as much as you want because yeah, go. he's not and going anywhere. But yeah. It, and that works out. My favorite is always yes. the brothers that get forced to go to the dance recitals. That's my favorite. Oh, yeah. We, have, we, we went to dance recitals all the time. I only had one recital a year and that's the only thing that mom made you go to was my yeah. one dance recital well, well like i had like four dance recitals in total i had oh my god Add up the time. i had four dance recitals each year but you only ever had to go you remember one. your dad at dance competitions with the no. schedule oh my with god the schedule oh god don't schedule. you never can they're not on time they're not on time why do you, you have a schedule yeah. if you don't follow yeah. a schedule you can't trust I'm like, the dance competition schedule time. because that they're dealing cool. with a thousand preschoolers it's a lot of hurry up and wait well because the scheduling it's like they can't they don't think of like oh this they don't no. know who's in each dance so it's like for me there'd be a lot of i was in so many freaking dances so it would be i'd be in you know two three small group dances during the small group section and I was in three of ten of the whole small group section, so I'd have to dance, have a number to change, and do my hair, change my makeup, change my costume, run back to the stage, blah, 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 blah. But then I would never be in any production pieces, so during the production piece, I'd have two hours to just sit around yeah. because that's just yeah. how they do it. And why, and, why are, and why are costumes and makeup such an important part of it? Why don't they just put them all in the same costume, put them in tutus or whatever, something that's Because it's a generic. whole thing. Oh, costume, dance costumes are huge. Well, the, my, point, my point is, why is that an important part of this? Why, if it's movement and, and, and that sort of thing, why, what, why is the hair and makeup and costumes important? Because it that adds could be eliminated to the whole... As to what? 
it adds up? to the whole. Well, it's like it's like if you went to a yeah, Broadway play and everyone right. was wearing a beige but, no, suit. These, these, are, these, are chil- these are children. <laughs> these are children. It's, it's, I'm your not chil- going to that play. Enjoying <laughs> themselves. Well, I, I, no, it is fun though. That's like part of the reason Fawn wants to do it. Is she's like, I want to wear like the because the competition kids get the yeah. really fancy costumes. What, what did she and wear? They get to, what did she wear in her hair the other day? Too? Um, okay. She's in I, kindergarten. She does it herself. She does her hair by herself every single day. And yesterday she put a bun in her hair and had. That I could be off on the count, but she had, I want to say, three scrunchies, four bracelets, two <laughs> necklaces, and a butterfly clip. So even in I know that's hair. too much. In her, in her hair. But she, that was that's just great. like, because originally she, she had a pair of pants around her head. <laughs> like the waistband was around like her hairline. And then she tied the pant, the legs into a bun on top of her head. And I was like, Fawn, I don't think you can wear pants on your head to school. And she was like, why not? Because I let her Pretty wear, sure. I let her wear a lot of weird stuff to school, like nightgowns. Like, because I'm just like, she loves getting, putting on these outlandish outfits and everybody's like, why are you always so fancy? And she says, it's my nature. It's my nature to be fancy. And she just loves doing this. And so I'm like, yeah, you wear uh, the weirdest stuff to school. Like in preschool, one of her, her teacher's assistant came up to me and she said, does Fawn dress herself for school? And I wanted to be like, no, no I, I do. do I make her wear an Elsa dress with like two different leg warmers and three yeah. headbands. My child That's, will not dress like a peasant. Yeah, I put it together. And I couldn't dress you in elementary school either. Yeah. So yeah, she had the pants originally and I was like, I don't think you can wear pants on your head to school. I'm sorry. And then she went into her room and then came out with that. And yeah. I was like, all right, have fun. Was <laughs> yeah. that more or less than the kind of stuff that you had to put in your hair for dance? Oh my gosh, some of those hairstyles. I remember sometimes after you come home from dance that and glue glitter you'd be stuff. taking crap out of your hair for like 45 Bob solid pins. I remember we danced to Scream by Michael Jackson and that hairstyle. We had to have like 50 tiny mm-hmm. buns that we like twisted and then we pinned it and then we had like a little bit of hair sticking out of the ends and you had to gel it so it spiked out and it was all over our whole heads and then you know you have two numbers to comb all of that out oh. and get it in a tight bun no it was horrible <laughs> but also amazing that is gonna do it ladies and gentlemen Kristen, magnificent i think Thank you so much. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's going to do it. We'll talk to you on Monday with the family.